Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Uh, yeah, 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 what's up? It's yeah, yeah. We on G Chase's radio, man. I'm telling you, I've been coming down to the countdown of the days where I get my start date from Roku for the Dream Chasers TV. So it's going to be the name of the TV station. You ready? It's a TV station on Roku. I have my own TV station. Go figure. I just, I am just like, what? It's Yaya Diamond's Dream Chasers TV. All I did was to take off the radio for TV. It's really simple, you know, whatever. I, could, I, I, I couldn't think of anything else. And, and, and why not? Just an extension of Dream Chasers Radio. Why not? Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Port, Florida, as well as community, the Caribbean Community Radio Stations in the Caribbean. I love that. And, and, and Bomb Baby Radio in New York City, Bronx. What's up, Brooklyn? New York, Manhattan, all the boroughs. You know, I lived in all five. Yep, definitely. And the Dream Chasers Radio Network. Thank you so much. And now, soon, to be the Dream Chasers TV. My gosh. I mean, I'm just adding it on. Just adding. Soon enough, I'm like, look, we have all that down on our website. Just go to DreamChasersRadio.com, and you got it. Boom. All the sponsors are there, and all our stations are there. I want to thank you, iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, all you guys, Blueberry, whatever else is listening on, on – um, there's on um, Cast, AdventCast. There's uh, – um, there's, there's apps on the phone that you're listening to me right now, and I want you to be motivated. We're bringing you people that have done it, that are doing it. No excuses. We're going after it. Every up, every down, it's the love of the dream. How much do you want it? How much does it mean to you? That's why we're here today, and we're going to be asking those questions to our guests today, and I want to welcome our first guest on the show today. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Yeah, what's up? I'm Flight and Beast. Thanks for having me. I'm a music producer here out of Bristol, Virginia. It's considered the Tri-Cities. I produce hip-hop, trap, EDM, and even some R&B music. I appreciate you having me on. I want to shout you out for that brand diversification you've got going on with the Roku station. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I was approached by them. I did not know I could do that. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. And so it was like it was six months ago, <laughs> and it takes a while. I mean, you know, most people they don't have the schedule I have, and so they can get it up in two, three weeks. It took me six months. I'm like, I gotta gather some more people here because I want it to be a right. big station. I just don't want it to be me. So we're gonna have Sarasota travel on there. So um, we have uh, out and about Minnesota and Tampa and Bradenton kind of it's one person, but he does all those TV stations on Comcast if you've never seen them for traveling around town and knowing where the good places are in Sarasota and Bradenton, Tampa, um, and in Central Florida, Southwest Florida area like Clearwater and things like that. Um, and then I have um, a music video station that I'm doing. So if you guys got music videos, you can always send them to me as long as I'm, you know, as long as you give me permission to broadcast it. 
It's going to be on our music thing. And I have uh, JJ Kane. She does the radio. She does a lot of the new music coming out, too. She's going to have her own station there. So we're having a great time. Yep. I, I need, so. I need, I'm always looking for new, new uh, shows on the station. So if people want to submit this to all you have to do is submit it to jchasesradio at gmail.com. And, and we'll go over it. It's it's a, it's an amazing opportunity. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. That's crazy. It is. It is crazy. It is crazy. But what about you? Tell me about yourself. What's crazy about your dream and and why you went after it? How much it meant to you? And how much does it still mean to you? Yeah, I mean, when I was growing up, I grew up in a poverty-stricken situation, um, and I guess me, like along uh, a lot of people that you know were my age, or you know even older people going through the same thing, they were listening to Biggie and they were listening to Pac, uh, you know, back in the late '90s and early 2000s, and I don't know what it was about Pac speaking to me and some of his music, but I just felt like you know he came from a lot of the same places that I came from through his music and I was like man if you know he can come from this place and make and turn himself into something great from what he went through and he can speak Mm -hmm. to people and change their life that's what I want to have the power to do because you know he took me out of my misery for a while you know for every three minute four minute song I listened to was four or three minutes that I was no longer in my situation until you know obviously the song skipped over to the next one so, you know, originally I got into I got into this industry wanting to be, you know, a hip hop artist. And that's what I did mm-hmm. for about four years. I was like everyone else on the internet just struggling to find a way to make profit from being an artist and to turn my hobby into uh, a full time job, but it just wasn't happening. I had to go back to the drawing board because, you know, it it seemed like every producer I was trying to work with or every beat that I would purchase, you know, every beat on the Internet seemed like it was just industry beats. There was nothing really different about it. And I craved that Kanye, that Travis Scott, um, that Kid Cudi kind of sound with production. I couldn't find it. So, you know, I took a year off from – being an artist, I was going through one crazy, uh, you know, marriage failure. And I was like, I need to learn to make my own beats. I've got all of these festered emotions that have piled up in my soul. I was like, I need to do something with them. There's no better way than to convey emotion through musical instrumentation. So I luckily developed my craft as a producer to where I could create a lot of melodic um, intricacies within my instrumentation, and that's what is the driving force, uh, you know, not only for my business, but now for my artistry, because I'm a completely different artist now than I was when I started out, because I'm able to to pull out every emotion in my soul through the instrumentation and then solidify it through my artistry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And how does that feel, now that you've got that you know, in your grasp, you're doing it, something that you've, you've worked so hard to gain, so hard to to attain. How does it feel now that you have that, that you can now manipulate that? I mean, I feel extremely powerful when I sit down. If I come up with an idea, if I'm like last night, I came back to the house, it was probably 3 o'clock in the morning, and I was so stressed out, like everything financially is so beautiful right now. I'm, you know, I thank God literally every second of every day. And, um, but just, you know, like some personal family problems I'm having, you know, 
I was like, man, I have so much uh, anxiousness going on inside of me. I've got so much stress. And I was like, I wanted to sit down and just, you know, bang out like a trap beat, a dark trap beat or whatever. That wound up turning into some like melodic uh, metal kind of instrumentation. And I was like, man, I don't have a clue how powerful these hands are yet. I'm just now still scratching the surface of the iceberg. So I feel... I feel real blessed, but I feel super powerful. I feel like I don't really have boundaries that can hold me back. And that's what I always dreamed of when I was a kid is being able to do something like this. But technology, you know, this was unheard of when I was a kid. You couldn't, you know, go grab a keyboard, an MPC, some software, and have a whole studio at, you know, your fingertips as long as you had, you know, premium equipment. It's, it's It makes no sense as of, you know, 15 years ago. So it's, I feel powerful. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to get in contact with uh, Fed and Beats, please just go ahead and go to Yaya Diamond Stream Chasers Radio on Facebook. We've already posted his information. He is in the person you see with the link. Just click on the picture and you got it. You know, it is amazing to me that we can come up with so much music, and I say we because we're both in the same industry. We, we can come mm-hmm. up with so product and and it all be different how is that possible how do you how do you govern yourself when it comes to your music and producing and things like that i used to stay true to a subgenre in hip hop like i tried to figure out what subgenre i could classify myself as like i felt like i was more of a you know a mac miller macklemore kid cuddy as far as the lyricism went so i went ahead and stayed in that subgenre when it came to classification of making beats. But I realized, you know, I went back and watched, um, you know, the Yeezus documentary for the making of Yeezus, and I was like, that's, that's who I am, not Yeezus, not, not Kanye, but the fact that he can take every single emotion and bring it out onto production and then bring it out in lyrics, I was like, that's what I want to be. So now I don't hold myself to any genre boundaries. I'm working on an album right now. It's secret to my fan base. I don't guess it's secret much anymore, but it's going to, you know, be, I don't know what the title is going to be. I just know from A to Z, everything is going to be different. I don't expect any hip hop head to even probably like it because it's so different. It's extremely um, symphonous. It's extremely powerful as far as bringing emotions out. There's a lot of bounce in a lot of the hip hop parts of, you know, different um, songs, but I just feel like the reason I could be different than a lot of other artists and what could make different artists different is just simply what goes on in our heads and what makes us tick you know, our creative mind is different than our logical mind. It's based off of emotion. Um, So if it's an emotional driven uh, psychological feature of us, then it's something that is going to be unique only if we use it for how we feel about music. The only reason we wouldn't be different is if, you know, we were both trying to be like, uh, I want to ride a wave that someone else created go and purchase an instrumentation, I mean, an instrumental from uh, a producer that sounds like that wave that you're trying to get on. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I feel like we're different. Mm -hmm. And you have this song here that that I have here called Wash Em. Tell me about that. Yeah, Watch Out is an extremely minimalistic uh, take 
on just how I was feeling. I felt like, you know, it was in the midst of the government shutdown that uh, I started to write that uh, my boy James Cruz came through. He's an extremely conscious rapper, and he's what really got my brain working back in that situation. Normally, if I work with someone in person, it always have a little bit of a perspective shift. I'm like, man, I, I feel that. Let me try to get on their level and understand how they do what they do so it can make me a better producer or artist. And he came with that concept. He was like, bro, there's so much going on in this industry right now. I about hate the industry. I about hate this. I about. And I was like, well, let's talk about it in a song. And I sometimes a lot of people don't get it that artists sometimes strip uh, songs down to make you or to force you to listen to the words. Because a lot of the times, a lot of people are just listening to the beat. They like the guitar part at this part, or they like the you know, 808 at this part of a, of a beat. So they don't even really know what they're listening to, and they're just bopping their head to it because it sounds good. And that's cool. I feel that. But sometimes I think it's necessary to strip the song down a little bit just so you can focus on what's being said. And entirely, I just want to get people banking with Watch Him. You know, there's people around you that'll use you as a parasite, uses its host. You know, they'll study you. They'll try to figure out how to pick you apart. That song's about those people. The song's about, you know, our government. The song is about, you know, third world countries being so poor. No one has running water. They got to walk half a mile to get to a well and drink mud water. You know, us as Americans, we have a sweet, even in our poorest conditions, and we sometimes take that for granted. I'm trying to draw attention to the important things that a lot of cats aren't thinking about right now. That's that's mm. kind of the classification of watching. Well, we're going to go ahead and play that right here on Gene Chase's radio. Here it is. There's a beat with watch them. Nauseous speak about consciousness I ran away from nonsense This industry is garbage Trying to motivate and prosper Being homeless made me humble Came from a sea with faith like mustard Young mogul like Madonna Still blowing O's regardless Got a vision in my noggin Got kids overseas, he's starving We in heaven drinking water Get my fluoride out the faucet To keep my teeth white or something See, in America, we dollars That's why people hate abundance I try to educate the others Let them know how I'm making commas They too envious and bothered To even hear that, I'm giving knowledge Leaders gotta follow You can't taste it till you swallow That's why some, yeah, they make it And others just sit at home and watch them They just sit at home and watch them they just sit at home and watch them. They just sit at home and watch them. They just sit at home and watch them. I'm faded in a starship, balling, flowing like a groove. Up, I done ran away from nonsense. This industry is garbage. I'm flowing like I got it. I only rap because I wanna. It's a commodity or something. When I get to talking, cause I'm stunting. And now it's time to slow down Needing all thoughts within our heads to keep around Needing all these people talking just to keep it down Everybody's always acting, never really about it Got a seven souls, don't never let them drown Gotta dig some holes, maybe learn a lesson now Swimming through this life, don't let it bring it down Shining like the stars, yeah, shining like the crown Developing existence, they will never understand Always been persistent, this is why we are the men Cause Ron and Cruz came in with the blend Cause we can't be crushed, component like sand And the storm mixed up from the beef and the land And we came from the rough, so there's peace in our stance And we push through the tough, get this grease in my hands Sleep when I stand, seek when I mean, bring truth to the land Peak in my prime, devise in 
the plan, retrying, revising, and striving again. I'm thriving, my friend, chase lights to the end. Message to send, roll down with the pen. Mind of my own in this world to comprehend. Yeah, mind of my own in this world to comprehend. Roll down with a pen. They just sit at home and watch them. 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 I'm faded in a starship, ballin', flowing like I grew up. I done ran away from nonsense. This industry is garbage. I'm flowing like I got it. I only rap because I wanna. It's a commodity or something. When I get to talking, cause I'm stunting. understanding 
I'm working on getting a, a Vivo channel placement and getting my music videos distributed on um, to all of the platforms my music's currently distributed on anyway. That way I can get more of a visual following along with um, the people that follow me for my sound on my platforms. Um, but yeah, that's what I've got cooking up right this second as far as project. Wow. Well, now how can people reach you? Because I mean, it is, it is something that, you know, you're doing, you're doing production, you're, you're a producer. What, what is the criteria for reaching out to you and, and possibly working with you? What do you look for? Well, if you reach out to me through my email, I'm looking you know, for someone that sees the same vision. No one really sees alike, so I understand that. But I'm really looking for people that have no boundaries within their creativity. I'm not looking for people that are looking to ride someone's wave. I'm looking for people that want to stand out and people that want to turn their hobby into a business, you know, because I, you know, I'm not going to lie. I work 14 hours a day on music. That's literally my whole day from when I wake up to go to sleep. Sometimes I skip a meal because I'm working and people don't get it. They think you can work two or three hours a week and expect a salary like, you know, return. It don't work that way. Um, they can reach me primarily on my website. It's fightembeats.com. That's I-D-E-M-B-E-A-T-S.com. I have my email contact information there. If they just want to browse my beat catalog, they can do that there as well. And I also have, you know, links to my YouTube from the website. But if they are on a certain platform, all they have to do is search me. It's at Fight and Beats. Or if they just Google search me, Fight and Beats, um, I'm the everything that pops up on Google. They don't have to go, you know, to page 284 to find me somewhere. Like everything pops up right on page one in the first result. So they're able to – I'm pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. And you say you you do um you do different things you you you're a producer what else do you do because I wanted to make sure that everybody yeah. knows that you're you just do music. Yeah, no doubt. I do a web design. I build you know websites for my clients. I do videography. I've shot videos for my clients. I do photography. Um, and I do artist development. Even if they want to reach out and they just you know want to talk or something, I don't charge people money to give them game you know you can hit me in my email or hit my social media link and i'll talk game to you all day i'll try to help you out send you links to get you going whatever it takes you know there's no reason that there's so much smoke in the mirrors that is standing in the way from you in the position that you're in right now whoever you are wherever you are from the person that you dream and desire to be as long as you're willing to do the hard work you can do that as long as you don't quit because the only way you're going to sell is if you quit you know what i mean Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Wow. Wow. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show. Thank you for bringing it, you know, and bringing the music. What advice do you have when it comes to social media and websites and things like that? What do you, I mean, what is your advice to artists who don't have that money to do it, who are just starting out um, or who have been in the the music industry? You know, there's there's some of us that have been in the music industry so long and still don't have appropriation for our for the things that we need on the side. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I I appreciate you having me, no doubt. And um, the number one thing that I've learned over the past year um, with social media, and that includes YouTube, that includes SoundCloud, because a lot of people put their music on SoundCloud, 
is you do not – the number one mistake is spamming people and spamming your links. That's number one. Uh, the main ingredient for success, though, is to bring people dope content. I promise you, if you upload consistently, say you got to make a day, right? You, whatever your schedule is, it has to remain the same unless you die. I'm not even joking. If your thing is you upload a new song and a new video every Monday at 4 p.m., you better never quit uploading your stuff every Monday at 4 p.m. because we're pattern-based. Well, after a while, if they know every Monday at 4 p.m. you're going to drop something or every Tuesday, every Wednesday, whatever, then eventually if you make quality content, they're going to be on your page every Monday at 4 p.m. expecting something new until you fall off and don't mm -hmm. upload something some Monday at 4 p.m. Then they're going to go mm -hmm. somewhere else because we're all content eaters. We all want to, to we all want to absorb content. That's why YouTube is one of the biggest websites right now. That's why companies make millions of dollars for social media platforms. You, you know what I'm saying? We, we drive off of content, but only quality content. If for some reason – you've done that and been consistent for a year or six months and you're not getting anywhere with it in social media, then go back to the drawing board. Find out why whoever your competitor is, why is their stuff popping and yours is not? What do they have in terms of quality that you don't? Is it audio quality or video quality? Is it because you have too much promotional material in your stuff? Is it because you have too little? You know, we have to sit here and dissect every little piece of our content to find out why it is good or why it is not good. And then after doing that, I promise these cats will have success. Wow. And you're right, you know, you're right. Wow. Wow. Well, I want to thank you so much again for being on the show. It has been, it's been great, man. It has been great. I love your music. I'm keeping it. You can't have it back. So it's going to be on yeah. the 2019. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, definitely, you know, join us on Facebook and uh, like our page and comment and let us know, you know, what's going on with you. Post up some stuff. You know, people want to see what's, what's going on with all the guests. I tell everybody that. Hopefully people will do it one day, you know. Just go ahead and post up your, yeah, your, no your stuff, you know. Anything that's going on, we want to we wanna follow you. I really appreciate that, and I, I respect what you do, and, it's just nice having another voice in the community that um, is out here and powerful and uplifting. Just, you know, what you say really does get my gears moving in a positive way, and a lot of people need that. There's too much negativity in the world. So I do appreciate your voice in this community. Uh, thank you. Yes, definitely. We want to support all the people who are coming out with new music, new books, new everything, you know, discoveries, inventions, anything that they have, you know, because that's, that's going to be our future right there, you know. That's our future. Yeah. So I, I'm, looking to, I'm looking toward a bright future. I feel you. <laughs> All right, then. We'll talk again soon. You're going to have to come back on and let us know how it goes. All right, bet. That's no problem. All right. All right. Bye. Well, that was Fiddum right there. That was what? That I mean, that, that, that rap song was like. Off the chain, fit and beats right there for you guys. We're gonna go ahead and go to our next interviewer. Nick, I'm the interviewer. He's the MVP. How is that work? Yeah, that's it. I think that's it. <laughs> Thank you for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are, what you do, please. 
Hello. Hi, y'all, y'all. How you doing this afternoon? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. This is Graceful Grady of Mix Amore. Ah, Mix Amore. Why that name? <laughs> it was very interesting uh, the way I came up with that. I wanted to try to cover all the bases. The M came from as far as multicultural, the I for interracial, and the X came from hugs and kisses. So I wanted to kind of put that all together and amore, y'all, y'all representing love universally as far as the word itself. So I put it all together and I decided to come up with a nice, easy, fun name. And that's how we came up with Mix Amore. Now tell me about Mix Amore, please. <laughs> Mix Amore is a multicultural and true interracial dating app, Yaya. And the reason why I emphasize the word true is I want the listeners to understand that it's not just a black and white relationship type dating app. This is for all races and all sexual uh, orientation. So it doesn't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic, Latino, Indian, Asian, it doesn't matter. This is an app that we want individuals to come to who are looking for love and can be open-minded to finding love, maybe their race or any other race. Mm. Well, with that said, give me a second. Actually, give me 38 seconds. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Welcome to Mix Amore. A new dating app. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, Hispanic, Latino, Asian, Indian, or beyond. Listen, some see things in black and white. Some see plenty of fish. To match is hard, so they say. Why not try Mix Amore? That's M-I-X-A-M-O-R-E. Download today for free. Ciao. Oh, child. <laughs> <laughs> you like you like that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do, I do. So there's a lot of things that go into developing an app, especially a dating app. Tell me some of the hoops and and uh, did you have to jump through some stuff? Did you have to regulate some stuff? Was there? I mean, tell me about your experience, basically. Well, I, I can go back from my initial uh, implication, implication, excuse me, implication of the idea. Uh, at a restaurant, I noticed y'all, y'all, how everyone was just <laughs> just zoomed in on their cell phones, and that term that came up, twiffing, for Twitter, WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, that's currently showing an Urban Dictionary that represents the use of social media while on your cell phone, came to my mind then, at that time because I I was wondering how in the world can relationships be serious when you can't even do a face-to-face conversation, even at a private setting, at rest- well, somewhat of a private setting, uh, like a restaurant or wherever you may be. Uh, it's just everywhere you look, everyone is on their cell phone, maybe at the theaters, restaurant, you just name it. So I decided to come up with the idea, and I searched for a party that kind of is in the field of designing the apps, specifically dating apps. And I came up with the name Twiftlist, and it Went well, but as not as planned. So I kind of put it mm-hmm. on the side. And mm-hmm. so what I decided to do, uh, after just being observant after about a year and a half, yeah, yeah, you can start to see true representation 
of interracial love everywhere and multicultural love. And to give an example, commercials. We all know about the Cheerios commercial. I'm assuming you've seen that, and it went viral with the young kid, the biracial kid, and the Cheerios over the dad, and everything broke loose all on television, on Instagram, and Twitter, or what have you. And then if you look mm-hmm. around at, say, television and film, that representation is there as far as Martin family, uh, get out. We all know about that movie, Scandal, <laughs> The Big Sick, Walking Dead, and, of course, In True Life. So I started thinking, being an entrepreneur that I am, I, I decided, well, maybe it's time for me to come back out with that, uh, with the app, but learn from my lessons and uh, old mistakes, I should say. And the big mistake that I had before was the name, and that's why I took the time on the name and came up with Mix Amore. I hired someone who, who is a developer, app developer, and I started implementing some of my own ideas to it, which they were able to customize and put in. And what I decided to do was to venture into something else, Yaya, that's become a very serious problem, a global problem, and that is social media usage. Now, Mm -hmm. that's the other niche to my dating app. And I don't know if you're aware of this or the listeners are, but social media usage has become the major cause for breakups and divorces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, sure. it, it's so bad, y'all. y'all. Just think about this, and, and I know this is going to be hard to believe. If you Google this, you will be blown away. They now have social media prenups. Oh now, I've uh, filed for patent pending for the use of social media and the algorithm for matchmaking. And what we've done here is where you can be matched to someone along with all the other criteria based on one hour, three hours, five hours, or eight hours a day. So that's part of the, the niche along with the multicultural and interracial side of Mix Amore. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. You know, wow. <laughs> now, there there have been some instances where, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, but, you know, a lot of people that I know of don't want to use dating apps anymore because of what happened with another dating app. I can't say the name of it, but where there was an issue. Um, is there any kind of security or safety measures that you take during the um, initial uh, sign-up process? Well, that's a great question, Yaya. We do emphasize for individuals prior to dating uh, the safety concerns there, especially when you go out to meet someone, uh, being in a public place, uh, safety places as far as even close to a parking lot, to a police station or what have you, or somewhere where there's a lot of people. But we try to go one step further. We utilize uh, as far as your email and self-verification where we help, uh, where we hope that will help and things for our safety and also especially for our subscribers, uh, catfish. <laughs> so uh, we want to try to alert everyone to be careful uh, and definitely uh, just be smart about what you're trying to do and how much information you want to provide prior to actually meeting face-to-face. And if you do, try to do it somewhere public, and even then take your time to continue to know someone besides just you know putting all your public information out there. Now, catfishing, I'm going to go there, okay? I'm going to go there Uh-oh. because, like, all right, so 
without makeup or with makeup, and I really don't like makeup. I mean, you've seen a lot of videos probably, or anybody that's seen me on Facebook, they see that when I'm singing, I have makeup on, and when I'm not, I don't. And if I'm coming from a show, that's the only time you're going to catch me with makeup in the house. Other than that, I am 24-7, no makeup, hate it. My makeup expires, okay? I didn't even know there was an expiration date for makeup, but there is. <laughs> okay, so catfishing is like, she looks one way without makeup, and 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 then and then she looks like a a, a freaking Victoria's Secret model with makeup. Why do they do that? And is there is that an issue with the dating? I mean, now I mean I I can't even imagine like you know what's up, baby. You know I like you. She comes home and she takes all that makeup off, and it's like I got what is it? Go get your sucker. It's like what? She took her leg off, wig off, her arms off, her face off. I mean, it's like it, it just it scares it scares me for men. So, is that an issue with the dating nowadays? It, it's I'm sure it is. Uh, but what we're trying to do is to set ourselves apart from that. Uh, and again, that's why we try to take that extra step when it comes to selfie verification. Now, what you were stating is what people may look with the photos, and then look when they meet in person. That's a little slightly different when it comes to the angle of catfishing because when it, when you're being catfished, that's being a complete different person entirely as far as it could be a male impersonating as a female, vice versa, uh, and that's what we're trying to avoid. Although we provide same-sex representation there for those who want to join, just check the appropriate box, but yet you do have some that will go to those certain websites because it's, more populated at that time, and then go ahead and do the catfish. We want to try to provide that one-on-one where it's there, no matter what sexual orientation, so that you can avoid having to try to catfish someone. But we know it probably won't stop everywhere, but we're trying our best to avoid that, and hopefully everyone will be mature enough. Where our average age, by the way, is about, right now, it's around 35. So I think at that age level, you won't have that many people as far as doing a catfish. Typically, that's something in the teenage or the early 20s that they're doing that. Wow, wow. Now, you know, I have to say this. It's so funny because people put up the wrong picture, too. It's like, that's not even them. Is that an issue? Do we have to prove that that's them? Right. That's why we want to have them, as far as submitting a selfie, and having to put up an avatar where we can kind of confirm that that is the person. And now we do have some that just have our logo up there, but uh, down the line we will be emphasizing even more to go with that. If not, possibly we may have to remove that. But we are continuing to build up uh, with organic uh, subscribers, and that's the key for us. We want it to be organic because some of those other, as you mentioned, other apps you can see the same photo maybe three or four times, or even some mm-hmm. with the advertisement with their Gmail account or their phone numbers on there. We're trying to mm-hmm. be that, like I said, that dating app for those individuals to come to, feel comfortable, feel that they're getting a real individual and serious relationships. Because we have representation, Yaya, as they say, love has no borders. 
We have representation from Brazil, Colombia, India, United Kingdom, Sweden, Australia, South Africa, just to name a few. And that's why we want to try to set ourselves apart. Again, to be a problem solver when it comes to social media usage. Again, having a patent pending on that and being the key. And then also having where individuals are there and looking for true love. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, it, it can't be easy doing this and then seeing every other. Um, have you had success with the app yet? We have. Uh, we all. We actually own both stores, main stores, and we also use providing a PWA where people who don't have access to the stores can actually pull it up. Uh, just going to www.mixsamori.com and it will come up come up as a PWA, Progressive Web Application, and you just hit a button and you can load that onto your phone. Uh, and so when it when it comes to doing that, um, we I guess you could say. Uh, we we want to make it as simple as possible for everyone to join. And as far as, uh, by the way, our memberships go from free to a VIP for one-year subscription. But we make it where it's available for everyone. Uh, it may be the App Store, Google Play, or the PWA. Mm-hmm. Information on your About Us here uh, on our page. So if you guys want to go ahead and go to com or go ahead – our Facebook page, click on the link. We're going to be putting that up right now. I mean, wow. Now, I know that this has had its ups and downs, but if you had any suggestions for the person that wants to do an app or even a dating app or whatever app it may be, what what would your advice be to them? Uh, well, definitely from my mistake, the first thing I would tell them is have a name that is simple, easy to remember, fun to say in some cases there because if it's a tongue twister that's going to be the the first downfall try to find Mm -hmm. that niche that no one is actually involved with and then just provide good quality if you can that's the one thing we want to want to do is to maintain that quality as far as the app itself and make it easy and accessible for everyone have great ideas take input by the way uh, if anyone comes to you with suggestions, definitely take advantage of that because that's uh, – I actually made a presentation at the, the Consumer Show here in Atlanta, and one of the follow-ups uh, that came upon me was me utilizing social media usage where some companies now actually provide that. I believe the Apple has it now. It can tell how long someone is actually on social media. And that's what mm-hmm. we will look to do as far as utilizing that, again, going towards our patent uh, which I think will be very beneficial to everyone. Mm. You know, I like that. I like that. I like that. And I didn't know, you know, me, social media, people, like you said, people on their phones, they're on their desktops, their laptops. You really don't realize that social media is such a big play in our lives nowadays when 11 years ago it didn't even really exist. Um, sure. I want to thank you so much for, yeah, it's just, you know, phones are what, 11 years old, cell phones, and we can go back a little bit more for the Internet the way it is now, like with Windows. Before, I remember I used to be like a, per, a perfect programmer when the Commodore came out, if if I put my age in there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, you used to have to do programming before Windows came out. And it was, it, you know, it's like um, – 
it's amazing how it's taken over. And we all are on business is on there and lives are on there. And if you unlike me on Facebook, you're not my friend anymore. I mean, it's really serious. <laughs> and we, the thing is, we try, like I said, we want to have fun. Even on our Instagram account, y'all, y'all, we've had uh, some celebrities reply back to their posting, Vanessa Williams, uh, she replied to us with a, you know, you have people that give us likes or directly uh, message us. Uh, Arthur Neville, I'm sure you're familiar with her. If you're going back to the Commodores, mm-hmm. you're familiar with Arthur Neville. Their name rings a bell with uh, the Neville brothers. Uh, Gabrielle yeah. Reese, some I'm don't even know you. that she, uh-huh. uh, Heather Headley, mm-hmm. uh, Gary I've Owen, the comedian. Right, right. Uh, yeah. Mario Cantone yeah. from Sex and the City. So we've had celebrities who come and reply to us, and I, you know, like I said, we're going to continue to span. People love the logos; they walk them to go to the store and uh, share, uh, check out some of the items there. But we we try to cover all the bases there as much as we can. Mm. And, and you know what? I I appreciate it. I appreciate you doing this because you know not everybody in the world is a black and white or Asian and white or Asian and black or Asian and Asian and you stay with your you know you stay in black and black and you stay in white and white. So people see love. You know. That's it. That's it. Love. And um and that's absolutely you want to Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I said that's where we want to head. We want to head toward love. You know. And, and and if you look at the top states there, if you look at California, you look at Texas, New York, Florida, Georgia, of course, there, uh, it definitely, the representation is, is, is clear. It's there. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Well, well, thank you so much for be bringing um, this wonderful app. Say it again because you say it so good. Mix Amore. I love it. <laughs> you know you do. It has it has to have that twang to it. I like it. Let me see if I can try. Absolutely. Wait, Amore. I don't there know you I go. <laughs> <laughs> think think of yourself as that DJ from the movie The Warriors when she took that time and gave the warning. Do you remember that? Oh, gosh, it's been so long. The Warriors. You're telling your you're telling your age. I, I am. I am. If you can do it, I can do it. Go ahead. <laughs> is that the warrior come out to play? Was that the one? Exactly. That the... That's the one. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Okay. Right. I got to get in the mood. You have to have this mood. You got to you know, get in the on. mood. I'm, I'm loosening up my shoulders here. I'm circle forward, circle backwards. Okay. Here we go. All right. Mix amore. There you go, there you go, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Now you know I'm crazy. (laughs) It's all about having fun. It even shows in our videos on YouTube. It's all about having fun. They're good laughs if anybody want a good laugh. Definitely all about it, all about it. Thank you again so much for being on the show, Mr. Grady. I appreciate it. I appreciate it so much. (laughs) Thank you, and thank you for having us on there. And don't forget, you guys, when you, you you know, when you want to do a little bit of dating and you really don't care, you're into the love and not the color or where they're from, but more the person, you have to go ahead and go to mixamore.com. Ah! I feel sexy. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to go ahead and go 
and take us to a break. We'll be right back. Don't you go nowhere. You've been listening to Dean Chase's radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. <laughs> if you're going crazy, oh my gosh. Hey, don't meet me in a, in a, don't meet me in a regular setting. I don't think it's ever going to be a regular setting. You've been listening again to Dean Chase's radio. <laughs> Let's talk about social media. I mean, it rules, it reigns, it actually creates <laughs> talented people are on there, and it definitely kind of highlights them. Like this young man that I just saw, W-A-N-M-O-R, and they are here on their journey of 2019, and they're singing here. And I want to go ahead and listen to them for a second. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. You guys can reach them on Facebook. Oh, my gosh, what a wonderful start. You know, we, <laughs> I love it. Facebook, it's W-A-N-M-O-R, W-A-N-M-O-R. We're going to have that up on our page so that you can go ahead and connect and, and like their page. You know, these young people, they're coming up, they're doing their thing, they're, they're doing the best, I mean, they're doing it the way they're doing it. Nowadays, this is the way you do it. If you don't have a Facebook, if you don't have, uh, if you don't have anything on social media, forget it. You're not going to make it. So uh, it's important that you go ahead and, and get your social media together, get everything together, and make sure that you're you're doing your thing online so that people can see you. And uh, that's uh, W-A-N-M-O-R on Facebook. Go ahead and like their page, just like we're doing right now. Like is my page. Chase's Radio will now begin to follow this these young men because it's important that we support each other. Gene uh, Chase's Radio is it's just amazing what's going on with us. And we're going to take a short break and just give you some new music. I did upload a couple of new songs, and I'm going to go ahead and look and see which ones they are, because I want to bring you some new music in 2019. Uh, we've been upla- uploading uh, some really cool music. And if you give me a second, I'll go ahead and, and grab 
this music that we have here. Let me see. I want to make sure I'm doing this right. So, uh oh. You know, I upload so much music, I don't know what's new and what's old. <laughs> but I'm going to find it. Um, it, it. Here it is. Okay, here we go. I'm finding it now. All right. Here we go. All right, so we have one by Bria, and it's called No One Like You.
And that is uh, Rhea's new music. Yes, finally new music. 2019 brings in some new artists. And what we're doing is we're growing our repertoire as well as growing our ideas. We have so many ideas of what to do next for 2019. And it's just so many different wonderful opportunities that we can take. And we're uh, analyzing everything and seeing what our next move is. We're getting that TV station together. And I know it's been a while since I've been announcing it. But it's like, okay, if you're going to do something, do it in excellence, do it as, as good as you can, and with the resources, and giving others, others the opportunity to jump on with you, and that's what we're doing here at Dream Chasers Radio. I want to thank you for tuning in and being an avid listener, and we're going to go ahead and go with our next guest. I want to say welcome to the show, and thank you so much for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hello. Good afternoon. Hello. Hi. Hey, how are you, Yaya? I'm doing well, thank you. So um, tell everybody yes, who you uh, are and what you do. What I do? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, so uh, my name is Kay Bolton, right? I live in Midtown Manhattan. I, For several years, I have been a ghostwriter for a number of authors, and um, I thought it would be, you know, something that t- to something better if I was able to like promote my talent. So I decided to, you know, instead of in transition from being a ghost author to be an actual author. Right. Mm. So, yeah. Hmm. What, I mean, what is that transition like from going from behind the scenes and being paid to do someone else's work to now going to the full time? Well, the, the transition takes time. Because knowing that you are so used to just writing in the shadows and now coming to the forefront, you know, it takes a lot of courage. So it's a thing that you have to develop within yourself. And I think it's just your passion to, you know, make your work be known, not writing in the shadows of someone else. It it, it bothers me. Why did you start writing for other people in in the first place? Uh, because I, initially I thought it would be, I, I guess I was shying away from the spotlight and um, I thought it would be more easier, you know, to if somebody requested a service or requested something, you know, I could be the one to put the pieces together. So I thought, you know, okay, I don't mind. Um, since I will be adequately compensated, sure, why not? And mm-hmm. then, you know, there came came a point where I thought that uh, I think I should, you know, put more confidence, you know, within myself and come to the forefront, uh, demonstrate my talent and my ability as an author. Okay. All right. And so now that you're in the front and you're doing everything, what has been the big difference for you? Uh, it's it's a journey. And I take it one step at a time. I actually enjoy doing it. I, the thing is that when you realize that your work can bring a lot of joy to people, I think I think that's what you use to, you know, be that moral support or that confidence booster. 
So that's mm-hmm. what I have been, you know, working on. And, and as I said, it's been a journey for, for a certain number of years. But, you know, I think I'm at the point where I want to be at the forefront. I want to be that person that people, you know, appreciate their work, you know, not being in the shadow and, you know, somebody getting the recognition for it. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you one big, big question, okay? Going into the moment that you decided that you wanted to be in the forefront, what were the steps that you took, if any, to come from the mentality of being behind the scenes to now the mentality of being in the forefront? Because I know that, that that's a different thought pattern. It's a totally different thing to come from behind the scenes where nobody sees you ever to now you're in the limelight. This is your baby, good or bad, it's yours. Well, I think I remember uh, a writer, I think it was uh, uh, Neo, uh, when he spoke about writing for, I think it was Beyonce. Um, I think that's one of the most notable uh, things that I draw on in terms of you want to be appreciated for your work. The process, as I say, requires a certain level of confidence. So you have to look within yourself. I know that, okay, are you ready to now, you know, become this person where, you know, all the recognition is on you? Are you ready to be the person at the forefront? You know, there's going to be a lot of limelight, especially if a book becomes, you know, uh, a bestseller, right? People are, want, people are, you know, going to want to know who is this person, right? Are you ready to take on that? Wow. Wow. And what, okay, so now that you got your book, you got your stuff, you're doing your thing, what is it? What is your book? Tell us about that. Well, my book is called Ratman and Robin, The Attack of Catman and the Meows. Uh, <laughs> I know it, so it, you, it's a fun. <laughs> Go ahead. It's that, that's so cool. Hello? That is so cool. Yeah, I I know. Um, How did that happen? I mean, how did it happen? Yeah, how did it happen? Yeah. Well, it's it's funny you you ask that question because uh, the thing about it is that one day I was on a subway and um, I don't know, I was just relaxing and then. You know, the idea came to mind because I have a cat and a dog and I was just thinking on them and I said to myself, uh, you know, something more aligned to my cat. I was thinking that what if, you know, I could create a superhuman or a superhero out of, uh, you know, something different from, you know, the notable animals, a dog, a cat, um, something more where people, you know, like is like the underdog, right? People would not mm-hmm. expect this animal to be you know a superhero so I thought about what about a rat you know couldn't a rat be a superhero don't they wouldn't they have the potential and maybe it could be you know he has uh, a sidekick right to make it a you know a little more interesting mm-hmm. wow wow 
Well, I, I love it. I actually, it's unique. It's definitely not something that you would see normally. Um, and I absolutely, I absolutely love it. Now, tell me, tell me, there's got to be a process by which you went through that you were already kind of familiar with when it came to the writing for the comic books. Have you always written for comic, comic books? Uh, the irony is no. I, it's more like fantasy, but I, okay. you know, I guess depends on the the amount of mental effort, the mental wherewithal you allocate to yeah. it. I think it's a process where once you dig deep within yourself, you know, no matter if you are a, a romance author, a young adult, a, a fantasy, you know, you can probably use that, you know, level of uh, expertise and, you know, uh, translate into something more unique. So if you're, as I said, if you're a, a fantasy author or a romance author, probably you could write a comic book. Depends on, you know, if you have any knowledge or if, you know, once there's something driv- driving you into that process. Mm. Wow. Wow. So, I mean, okay, so now the storyline of, of, mm-hmm. of the comic book, the storyline of the fantasy, tell us about that. Well, uh, basically, it's about a, a child, right, uh, Billy, you know, just to give you a little insight into the book. Um, Billy lives with his parents, and um, he has two pets, um, which are, yeah, well, yeah, this information is available, uh, Squeaker and Birdie. So they live with the Pottingers, and um, there's this feline critter that moves into the community. Um, so... Squeaker and Birdie, um, as a result of these these felines and their um, mischie, mischievous behavior, um, Squeaker and Birdie are kept busy. So when they unravel, you know, based on the investigation, what is going on into this Catman, right, they decide that, you know, to stop him, they have to transform into the alter ego and, you know, uh, Ratman and Robin. Uh, you know, take mm-hmm. basically it, 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 the, the book unravels into you know a full-on action-packed scene that I think would be depicted into a you know a movie or a normal comic that people would be used to. Mm-hmm. Wow, I love it. I just think it. You know, writing comics now. There's a lot more involved with writing comics than people may think. Tell me. What else is involved just by the storyline itself? But there are animations, illustrators. I mean, what I mean, what exactly did you get yourself into that you didn't expect when you went through this journey? If anything, or did you know everything that needed to be done? Uh, I think it was a it, it was a process. I knew that you know to you don't want to give persons you know the you want persons to be able to like visualize it. You want persons to you know, be engaged. So I think, you know, you have, you know, most comic books, they have actions, but yes, there's, you know, some form of character development. So I thought it would be interesting, or it, it should be interesting to ensure that not only people are uh, allowed into the whole, you know, just the action seat, but people are expecting, or persons are expecting a more, you know, some form of character development. They want to be engaged, you know, emotionally. So this this book is not only just okay. Uh, these are two pets, you know. They're going to face off against, um, you know, uh, a villain. It's about 
emotional depth also because you want you want especially the kind of audience that that are going to read it you want them to be fully engaged you want them to be immersed in you know the 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 whole dynamic of the story mm-hmm. wow yeah wow yeah okay wow and so you're doing a series tell me, tell me about that <laughs> well what i planned uh i wanted it to be you know uh give persons a taste of it I think it would be closely, uh, you know, like you would have, like, especially for kids, you would have, like, perhaps uh, a comic book and you have different series, uh, different numbers are probably a diary of the wimpy kid where you have different series. I thought that this book, you know, you know, let's see how audience respond to, you know, the first one. And then, you know, based on the second one and the third one, you know how to, you know, closely align to it. But the thing about Mm -hmm. it is that I think it requires... Uh, a kind of a far-seeing kind of approach because especially as a series and what you plan, you want to see growth. You want to see development. Mm-hmm. So into like a sequel or, you know, um, whatever, you want to ensure that when people read the second one, whenever it's, uh, it's, it's published, that they see, okay, I remember reading the first book. I enjoyed the first book, right? So let me go and see the second one, let's see, you know, what's new to this. Let's see if there's a third or what is new, you know, what, what, what is the author going to provide that, you know, there, there's some form of growth because even on a personal level, uh, people, you know, are expecting growth, you know, whether it's a relationship, it's a friendship, you know, your own personal life, there has to be growth. There has to be some form of mm-hmm. development. So I think that's how the book in terms of the, the series how it will translate into it. Wonderful, wonderful. And where can people reach you on the Internet? I, I've already put up on the page, your main website, but tell people about where they can get the, you know, where they can look at the book and, and uh, reach you on social media. Oh, well, they can contact me at uh, ratmanandrobin.com. Uh, they can also, they can get the book on Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble, um, for both paperback and Kindle. Um, they can, as I said, they can, you know, reach me at Redman and Robin, you know, uh, .com, shoot me an email, um, and, you know, they can contact me through there, and Facebook wow. and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Well, I want to thank you for being on the show and, 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 you know, for being creative, it's, I mean, it takes a creative mind to do the things that you're doing. Is there anything that we left out that you'd like to say to the listeners today? Well, I, I the thing is, I, I want to tell people, like, what makes this book unique and, you know, why I think they should, you know, read, read it. Because um, I think it has a multifaceted uh, appeal. Because um, mm-hmm. it teaches a child or, you know, a kid how to love an animal. It makes a kid understand that even though pet doesn't talk deep inside, uh, that animal loves them. And if they treat that animal or the pet in, in return, that pet will treat them good. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for example, a hamster, uh, they don't really make a sound. A, a rat may squeak, a bird may call. But in this book, it gives the animal 
a, a true voice to listen to, right? Uh, it allows you to understand emotions, you know, uncover how, you know, and show like the emotive side between them. So uh, as I was saying to you that, um, like, uh, as before I was giving you an insight, when Billy goes to school, um, the pets become sad. They miss him so much. And when he comes home, they're excited. So even when mm-hmm. Billy has an issue and um, the animals or the, his pets talk, talk about it among themselves to see how best they can resolve it. And I think it, 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 it demonstrates to children that uh, the smallest acts can cut down the biggest tree. So it oh, doesn't matter, you know, because if you see what Ratman go, goes up against, you'd be amazed. So I think it gives kids, kids that confidence that no matter how small you are, you can make a big difference in the hearts and minds of persons. And I think that translates in the context of, a, of humans, that no matter how small or irrelevant you may consider a person, that person still deserves to be loved and cared for. And that's what yeah. Redman and Robin represent. And, and I think that's what we as a human should also represent. Um, that's wonderful, wonderful. I love the book. I love that. I love the principle of it all. I love the, the teaching element. Uh, definitely something that we all need in this day and time where everybody is so focused on themselves and uh, and we're not loving as we, we ought. Um, so I want to thank you again so much for being on the show and, and bringing this wonderful message to the not only the children, but there are some adults out there that, that need some help, too. So we're going to leave it there. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yes. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much again. Thank you, Mr. Walton. Thank you. Okay, take care, and thanks a lot. All right. You, all right, bye-bye. Yeah. Take care, and to all of you. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. Wow. Wow. You know, we do need to love our animals a lot more. I mean, when I come home from, like, a couple of days of being gone on the road or whatever, what have you, um, my dog greets me better than anybody in the house, which is pathetic, but true. And uh, he shows me love and and more love than I deserve, I think. And I want to return that love to them. They're so so loving. They're just so loving. So, But I want to thank all my guests today. And I do have a special um, a special guest on, well, it wasn't really a special guest, but a special debut for Warren, uh, Warren was it, Juan Moore, Juan Moore Official, W-A-N-M-O-R Official on Facebook. Check those children out. They're doing a really good job with their harmonies and their singing, and I think they deserve the spotlight. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and go because I have a lot of things I got to do today. But for the most part, I thank you guys for tuning in to Dreamcasters Radio this has been another wonderful, wonderful show with great people who are doing their thing and even changing where they were. Instead of being in the background, now they're in the limelight. And, I mean, you know what? Sometimes we do have to change our perspective and sometimes our careers. And so why not? Just go for it, you know? Just go for it. And uh, don't hesitate to just just be who you are in the midst of it all, and no apologies. I mean, if if anything should happen where you need to start over again or you need to kind of backtrack, do it, because this is an adventure. It's a dream, and we're chasing it. Thank you so much for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. You've been listening on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in North Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City, the Caribbean Community Radio Station, and Dream Chasers Radio and TV Network. Thank you again so 
so much. And until next time, don't forget to watch. You know what I'm going to say, right? I've said this for 11 years. I'm going to say it again. Dare to be different, baby. I'm